There's a fella in my building named Potter Campus, and I try to be friendly to him. I do, on account of I never know when he's going to snap, and I like the smell of chewing tobacco. It reminds me of my first wife. Oh, she loved to have a pinch before a long road trip. One year for her anniversary, I bought her a little owl-shaped spittoon she could keep in the car. Anyway, Potter obviously takes the holidays very seriously. He still has his Christmas lights up from last year and the year before that. And is he a grown man dressed like a vampire bunny from September 30th through November 15th? Yes. Yes, he is. Is that because he's severely depressed? I imagine so. But I get it. I don't want to provoke a conversation with him about it, but I get it. We all need to drop out for a bit. So go to CVS, buy some werewolf makeup, or go to that Halloween superstore on Broadway and buy a $300 pair of Hawkman wings. There's a way to escape on every budget. And you be you, even if that means being someone else. Oh, let's open up that mighty portal and soar off into a place where our wretched bodies are beautiful sound waves. You know the place. It's the deep night. Friends, boo! <laughs> it's me, Dale Seaver, and I am your dearly departed host, your seance leader, and the kind of fella who will haunt you by misplacing your favorite pair of socks. And I am unnaturally pleased to welcome you to the next hour of regrets and revelations. We come to you tonight, as we always do, from the foul and, as it turns out, body film, uh, Banks of the Gowanus. Oh, the Gowani holds many secrets, she does, and I'm not telling. <laughs> I got to walk over it the other night, and oh, she shimmers in the light of ill-advised high-density housing built too nearby. Those places are going to sink into muck, and we'll all look at each other and say, yep, that's what we thought would happen. But enjoy your million-dollar boat slips. Oh, this is the time of year, the time for shorter days, longer nights. Galinda asked me to go to a Samhain Festival celebration behind the Duane Reed. I can't wait. She has another obligation, but I shall be there. Of course, we'll have the usual clothing-optional dance circles, and I'll bring my famous Irish soda bread. <laughs> it's an Ina Garten recipe, but don't tell the other witches. They go nuts for it. Today, oh, folks, today we welcome Allison Huntington Chase to the deep night. Allison came in with lots of energy in spite of the sudden onset of an autumnal cold and her lifelong aversion to ghosts. Allison tried a few other things before realizing her calling was to create and operate a company that offers trolley tours through Brooklyn's most haunted and historically significant places. But when you're called to do something like that, well, I guess you answer. I was recently on a, a, a fall railway tour, and was that underwhelming? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Will I tell you about it at a later date? Yes, I will. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's coming up on her one-year anniversary with Madame Morbid's Trolley Tours and is doing great business. Allison grew up in the world of scary spectacles, and we talk about that and a few other digressions of the haunted kind. So let's board our own deep night trolleys now and ride into my conversation with Madame Morbid herself, Allison Huntington Chase. <laughs> Allison Huntington Chase, 
Yes, that's me. <laughs> Welcome to the deep night. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited you're here. And uh, with a name like that, I mean, it sounds like you should be an heiress running a boarding school overlooking a rocky cliff by the sea. I love that. Do you want to hear the history of my name? Sure. So, first of all, I'm Jewish. My mom converted, so no one believes me with uh, my very waspy name. But um, <laughs> it's Huntington, true. I know. <laughs> um, so Samuel Huntington, who is uh, my distant relative, was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, I should have remembered that. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> um, but he's technically the first president of the United States of America because he was the president of the Continental Congress. Then George Washington, you know, stole our thunder. Yeah. Because of the electoral system. So, So, yeah, I'm like, you know... But but what, I'm sorry. Was the first president of the United States Jewish? No, no, no. He, he my was mom's not. Side, no, he was definitely not. not. Okay. Yeah. Because that would really rewrite things. I know, it? right? <laughs> Very interesting. Interesting to hear that. No, so that's where the Washby name comes from. Yes. I see. And do, as in your home now, do you have a door that just has a very dramatic and slow creak? I'd hope so. I don't even have a doorbell. <laughs> oh, I have to you have my get dog a spooky alert me. Doorbell yeah, or something. I know. Well, that would be good. Now, uh, uh. uh do you feel as if you were destined to uh, run a haunted trolley tour? You know what? I do. Aha. So it was funny because it was actually like I've tried every job under the sun throughout my 20s. I was horrible at everything. And um, I always said jokingly in the back of my head, well, I'll always open a ghost tour if that doesn't work. <laughs> and here I am. So That's quite a plan B. Yeah. <laughs> or C or D, however yeah, many you exactly. went through. And we should say, you run uh, Madame Morbid's Haunted Trolley Tours. Yes, that's right. Uh, through Brooklyn. And, uh, well, let's let's go to the roots of that thing. Okay. Uh, because it's a curious thing to do, as you said, and uh, not everybody has that as a backup plan. Certainly wasn't on my list of things <laughs> that I would want to run. Uh, but I gather your father was a bit of a haunted house enthusiast. Yes. Okay. So um, it started with, if we want to go back to the, like, let's source go there. of it. Yes, the source. Um, so before I was born... My older brother, when he was about, like, three, uh, got diagnosed with um, diabetes, type 1 diabetes. And my mom felt guilty because he couldn't go trick-or-treating and collect candy, so she yeah. thought she'd bring Halloween to him. So she decorated our front yard with, uh, you know, Halloween decorations. My dad tried to top it the next year and, like, <laughs> heighten and heighten it. So then it became, like, this, like, tent walk-through mini haunted house on the lawn and then because he's always trying to top himself, he took it from the lawn to an, an abandoned department store. So it was like 10,000 square feet of maybe more. I don't know. Um, but this haunted house was so just like a whole other level. There were rooms dedicated to fears. Like there was one room you went in and it's completely dark and the lights turn on. And there's plexiglass walls in the ceiling just full of live rodents and like Oh no. It was crazy. Uh like the subway. Like the subway. We had a subway scene uh <laughs> where you go into an abandoned subway and it feels like rats are going through your legs. At the end of the tour where you think you're exiting, you get on an elevator. It's actually a rigged elevator, so it starts to go up and then freaks out. So like this was the most intricate I'm not anywhere close to what he was able to do yet, but uh, it's definitely, you know, 
He did it. And and what was the second year like when he decided to, uh, your mom had a couple of, I don't know what, plywood ghosts or something out there, some sheets. And he said, well, let's raise the stakes. I imagine there was some kind of- Like fog machine. There was some kind of electronics involved. Lots of fake blood. Every- I grew up a lot, uh, around lots of fake blood. Um, like you open the fridge and like, oh, got to push the. the literally, <laughs> I open the fridge and there's like uh, a jello mold of a brain. Oh. <laughs> Every package that comes to the house is a severed head, like no big deal. Um, what's funny though is, since I mentioned I'm Jewish, yes. uh, one day when he was setting up, um, he noticed, oh, these trees could quickly be Christmas trees. So. In the wintertime, he did something called Winter Wonderland, which was the Christmas version. And, like, every floor was, like, different trees from around the world. There was a Dickensian vision. Is it Dickensian? Dickensian, yeah. I always mess that up. I think Dickensians would uh, describe the (laughs) art of being like Charles Dickens. But there's, like, usually a Dickens uh, Christmas village. Yeah, exactly. Would be a popular. Yeah, yeah. It was a village. Yeah, Yeah, there was, like. Fake snow, uh, you know, hot cider. So when he but, but bloody, thing, I you I wish. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it was very charming. Oh, it was a sweet Christmas. A little thing. too sweet. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. He we weren't allowed to have a Christmas it. tree, but he had hundreds. <laughs> he, um, he exercised that exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I just I wanted to follow in his footsteps of how detail oriented. He was like, there was a room with a Ouija board, and it was an actual, like, 100-year-old, like, talking board, not like, you know, Milton Bradley. Right. Is that who does it? Oh, I don't know. I won't touch the thing. I won't touch them either. <laughs> I Because I believe in it. Okay, so, like, I won't go near it. I don't care if... No. I even have... I used to do that pendulum. Oh, yeah. And then I... Or the, the sticks that cross. Oh, yeah. What are those called? Divining wands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Looking for water or something, right? Isn't that what that was supposed to be? Oh, maybe originally or now. Or spirits? Yeah, you like ask them a question. Oh, the metal ones. They, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if they're what they're called. Yeah, they freak me out. <laughs> the whole thing does, because I, I am good with my ghosts. I've yeah. made peace with my ghosts. We're all on team, you know, forward momentum. That's awesome. I don't want bad ghosts, and that's who yeah. seems like uh, comes through the fingers yeah, yeah, yeah. on a Ouija board. It's usually through the other person. Do you know how Ouija board got its name? No, I don't. So when the talkie boards were being, uh, you know, mass produced for children, they couldn't think of a name, so they asked the board itself, what should we call you? <laughs> it spelled out Ouija, <laughs> and they asked, what does that mean? And it said, good luck. And I think if Ouija is actually an ancient word as well for good luck. Really? But it's like your job is to answer questions and you give this vague response. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, do your job, Ouija board. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. That sounds like a wonderful marketing story. <laughs> right? <laughs> that it just happened to come up with good luck. Exactly. <laughs> for a very problematic game. Exactly. <laughs> well, now, backing up with your, your father, uh, mm-hmm. uh, he was kind of a tinkerer. Yeah. Yes, and maybe uh, started uh, working on electronics. I gather he was trying to fix a television set. Exactly. Which happened to be a Philco television set. Is that correct? Are you talking about his TV collection? Well, that's what I gather it started with a Philco television set. From what I read, I did a little I bit of research. I have no idea what Philco is. Well, my grandfather worked for the Philco You're Ford kidding. Company. And oh my uh, gosh. I believe that this conversation now has been preordained to happen. That How is about so that? funny. I don't need a Ouija board. That is so funny. Yeah, he had um, 
one of the world's largest television collections. So he's a collector. Yes. So basically he goes through phases of things he's interested in. After Haunted Happenings, it was like flashlights. But before <laughs> that was television, um, he had one of the original, or if the original, Felix the Cat. They did the test images uh-huh. with him. Um he sold the collection to a man in Canada, so now he has that. But I think it was in the um, Smithsonian for a while. Well. Again, <laughs> I know I love watching TV, but. And as you said, this was not the kind of haunted house where it's like uh, put your hand in a bowl of spaghetti. No, not this at all. This was really, what, did you have a fear? Would one of those rooms uh, uh, really get to you? Well, he had to carry me throughout the whole thing. Mind you, I'm in second grade in yeah, like yeah. elementary school. But, but um, I mean, now would there be a fear that you would you would uh, say no, not that room? Um, not really, because I saw it with the lights on being like put together. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? But um, no one appreciates anyone jumping out at them, I and hate I think it. it's the worst, right? <laughs> so I it's like. Hate it. I just, I would avoid that. Um, His thing was more like, it was almost like going through a haunted house. Like there's a kitchen, there's the funeral parlor. Um, uh, There was like a clown room. I don't care about clowns. You know, whatever. Again, if they're jumping out at me, then it's a problem. Yeah. Then they're just annoying clowns. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, There was a snake room. We had the guy who uh, did Monster Mash perform, which was. The coolest thing ever. Um, one of our tour guides, she did her like college thesis on Monster Mesh. Oh, it was serendipitous. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> well, I guess in in Hartford, this is where it's happening. Yes, Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, there's a, a fair amount of uh, academic work happening up yes, there. Yes, there is. But yeah. <laughs> so of course, somebody would do uh, that. Now, when I was growing up, there was a commercial on the television for a place called Brigantine Castle. Ooh, and it scared that? the crap out of me every single time that commercial aired, to the point that I never went because it oh was so gosh, scary. Oh, my that's so and funny. An incredible deterrent to going to it. It's in New Jersey, Brigantine, oh, New Jersey. okay. But if you grew up in Philadelphia or near Philadelphia like yeah. I did, this ad would come on, and you'd hear that Bach uh, organ music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It still sends a shiver up my spine. That's so funny. I went and watched a couple yesterday because I thought, oh, I remember this now. Yeah. And it was still the same. I'm still scared out of my witch. I, I don't like so it. That is so funny. <laughs> so in the tour, um, we play Stevie Wonder Superstitious like in the first five minutes, and there's a new McDonald's commercial that plays that song, and I instantly get a panic attack every time I hear it. <laughs> Just because I like uh, Adam at home relaxing and I feel like I'm at work. <laughs> so I feel you. I feel that like scary song. You can be triggered by certain oh, things. Oh, yeah. Uh, hay rides. How about that? Have you been on the hay rides? Okay. So I've been on a hay ride, but that's like, I don't like necessarily being chased by a fake man with a saw or a man with a fake saw you know what i yep, mean yep so I know exactly what you mean i'd rather like go to the pick and patch hayride yeah you know or uh an actual haunted house which i don't know it's so funny i so i've been in therapy since i was five because i was terrified of ghosts oh yeah see there is some fear it's there. like a crazy thing yeah. um my dad calls it fly to shit disease because I can't help myself. It scares me so much, but I like have to be 
I work with ghosts, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting choice. Do you believe choice. in ghosts? Have you seen ghosts? Sure, yeah. You have? Yeah. So I, I've been to the most haunted place in the world. I've never seen a ghost, but I spent my birthday at the uh, Stanley Hotel, which is what the you know Shining is based on. Yeah. And I swear to you, a ghost child sat in my lap. I know that sounds crazy. No, I'm fully <laughs> on board. Part of the story, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, ever since then, it was a little harder to be skeptical. I'd love to see a ghost. I that's like my goal <laughs> yeah. in life. But it would also like make me question like just life in general. But you saw like, one. It sat on your lap. What do you mean? It, I felt one. Yeah. It like I'm telling you, it's unmistakable. It was in a room where like ghost children apparently are, and uh-huh. they they give you these dumb dumb lollipops to put in your hand to try to entice them to like come up to you. It happened to be my birthday, so the tour guide was like, "Ghosts, go to her." And they shut off the lights. And I literally, like, 30 seconds later, felt, like, two hands, like, crawl into my lap. I swear, I screamed Bloody Mary. Um, And then she turned the lights on, and anyone who was near me was, like, they couldn't have made it. You know what I mean? There's no Mm -hmm. explanation Mm -hmm. for it. So that's my uh, ghostly encounter. I don't know. (laughs) But I'd love to see one. Yeah. Well, it can be unnerving. To see them. At first, I'm sure. Yeah. Then I want to be like, ugh, you again. You know what I mean? Like, right. go back to hell. No, just kidding. Well, I've stayed at that haunted place in Los Angeles, the hotel that's downtown. Which one? Mm-hmm. The Cecily or mm-hmm. um, the Roosevelt? No, this is like right downtown proper. I can't – it's escaping me at the moment. It's like the Fairmount or something like that. Yeah. But uh, – they used to hold the Oscars there and everything. Are you sure you're not thinking of the Roosevelt? Because they held the first Oscars there and it's super uh, haunted. Maybe, but I don't think so. Interesting. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry, I can't remember what the name of it is. But I went into that room yeah. and uh, just a very musty smell, a moldy yeah. smell. I had to like get up and say, listen, we got to get through this Yeah, I'm yeah. here and I got to get up in the morning. I mean, no trouble. Yeah. And I think I did end up changing rooms just because of the mustiness and the oh, smoky yeah. kind of smell. But then another person at the conference said, oh, yeah, a little child walked right through the room. What? And she stayed in her room. I said, That's no. crazy. No, thank you. So you didn't <laughs> want to me. see it. You didn't purposely stay there to see a ghost? I haven't seen a, uh, a physical form since uh-huh. I was a child. I've had other things acted upon, <laughs> strange things come in the room, mm-hmm. chairs moving and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, no, I haven't seen the you know like a Victorian fisherman or right, something right, 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 <laughs> floating through. Those are common. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and I don't, I don't particularly want, want to. to? Yeah. Yes, uh, because as you said, it would kind of fundamentally change things. A thousand. percent. I don't know how much, um, but uh, I still wouldn't. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> a know? thousand percent on board. I had a teacher post a picture of she apparently had a little girl that was haunting her house, and the picture has a little girl outside the window. No. Creeped me out when I scrolled past that on Facebook. That is crazy. And so have you been to a lot of haunted places around the country? Oh, yeah. Um, I, like everything from like Lizzie Borden. Uh, I've been to Salem a thousand times. Uh, London is the most haunted place. Paris Catacombs. I walked through that myself. I wasn't scared it was more like historic for me yeah you know what i mean um and history is a part of the i'm obsessed with history yeah Yeah. um 
Let's see, where else is super haunted that I've been? Stanley Hotel, there's no denying. Like, the <laughs> second you walk in, like, the air is thick, and you, it's just like, there's no denying that there's stuff going on there. Um, I haven't been to Gettysburg yet, Oh, which I really want to go to. Savannah, same thing. You step just off the plane, time. and it's just like... Big time. There's, I would be scared to walk the streets myself. There's a quiet menace throughout the South, but Savannah has a particular little uh, yeah. spin on it. Oh, my gosh. That and just is. Charleston. Yep. Yep. I grew up in New England, so I'm like a hardcore Yankee, like um, like the Amistad trial and the uh, Underground Railroad like went through where my house is. So it was very jarring to visit the South for the first time. I didn't realize they referred to the Civil War as the War of Northern Aggression. Right, yeah. So, you know, you had to get used to that first, and then it's just a a scary history in general, ghost or no ghost, you know? So uh, the South is definitely interesting. I'm fascinated by it. Um, I'd like to explore the Southwest more. Oh, it's great. You know, like Arizona? Sure. Um, But, yeah, that's... All of those are places of... uh, Displacement or uh, exactly. contested um, yeah. uh, treatment, I guess, of a fellow man. So you're Perfectly going to end up with some put. torment, I oh, think, yeah. in the earth itself. Yeah. Uh, New England, yes, it's got to be right. I just watched The Witch. Have you watched that movie? Um, duh, it's the best movie ever. <laughs> so it was supposed to take uh, be shot because it takes place in, um, in New England. New right? England. Yep. It was just cheaper to shoot it in Canada, but the only thing I didn't like about the movie is that after it's over, they let you know that all the dialogue is directly taken. Yeah. Whereas if they told us at the beginning, you'd appreciate it more. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Want to hear a fun fact? Yes, I do. So you know how, like, Philip the goat devil comes out in the barn? So apparently in uh, Vermont... They had circular barns because they thought if there's no corner, there's no place for the devil to hide. Isn't that crazy? Vermont that also has sense. witch windows, <laughs> which are windows at a 45-degree angle. The ones on the, the angle. Yeah, exactly, because yeah, yeah. they think it will stop from a witch home invasion because witches won't be able to fit their broom. Yep. Can't do it on an angle like that. And they also had a vampire epidemic. Vermont, I should spend time in Vermont. Yeah, it's, yeah. They cray. A lot of Celtic. Yeah, uh, influence on what totally. they're doing there, and a lot of it is you just think, well, gosh, colonial times are bad, and then you think, well, it could be easily explained uh, yeah. by uh, witchcraft if you are also, uh, you know, subscribing to a very fervent religious totally uh, uh, practice. Do you know the uh, first witch trials were in Hartford, Connecticut, like a hundred years before Salem? I didn't know, and that. we burned way more witches. Well, did you know that my relative was the first one, Martha Carrier? No. From Salem. She wasn't involved in the Hartford thing. That is so cool. So second wave, I guess. That is... (laughs) I'm actually jealous. Oh, yeah. Well... That's one of the coolest things. She didn't have a great time of it. (laughs) But it is almost as if it's never been a great time to be a woman in the United States. You know, witch actually meant wise woman. And of course, now it means like haggy old evil you know let's reclaim it exactly right (laughs) let's reclaim it nuts (laughs) do you think that uh, a love of haunted houses a love of scary things has any correlation to dark political times well it's interesting that you uh, just talked about the witch thing because I think 
throughout time, men are very uh, threatened by women. Yeah. You know? And it's just crazy seeing uh, even women turn against women in this political climate. Like, did you read the uh, news about Susan Collins? So she gave one of the final yes. deciding votes to yep. Brett Kavanaugh. And people pledged $2 million to support her opponent in the upcoming election. Yeah. So uh, it's kind it's, – and then you look at Taylor Swift, who never, ever, ever uh, would say anything Get political. Because, like, a lot oh, of her sorry. fans are like, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. good one. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of her fans are, like, Southern because she was uh, a, a country con- singer country for a while. Star, sure. Uh, anyway, she just said like one tweet or a post yesterday. Now 65,000 people have registered just from that one thing. So it's a dark time, but it's also an amazing time where your voice can be heard. And even if you're wronged, you can always, you know, take those uh, reins back. Yeah. It's scary for everybody. Well, that's what I mean. If when, when everything is this scary, yeah. you think people are more or less inclined to sit in a dark room and have the feeling of rats run underneath them <laughs> or uh, investigate ghosts. Is I it just an, like... an evergreen kind of a thing or do you see a spike in it now? Um, well, we, we never talk about politics on the train because we have a lot of Staten Island <laughs> people sometimes. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh. To me, I'm somebody who's like, I need to just watch comedy and get my mind off it for a second. Yeah. So I would almost do the opposite. But, um... I mean, you see a rise in kind of the self-care business, the crystals, the uh, all the other stuff. The the interest in what could be called the occult, even though it's probably a more gentle version of it. And I would say pushed uh, largely by... um, women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's probably a lot of males that own or run these companies, but there's also a lot of women-owned businesses. Totally. A lot of women influencers on Instagram that are, yeah. that are doing it. So it feels like there's a kind of lady energy pushing back. Oh my gosh. In terms of just like the uh, niche community of people who are really into like uh, ghosts and horror movies, it's the majority are women. And like we can even see people who visit our site not like the actual person, but like the gender, and it's by far more ladies than men. Um, maybe women are just more mystical, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you always see on the trolley tour a girlfriend who's clearly dragged her boyfriend along who <laughs> doesn't necessarily want to be there. But we try to win them over by the end by uh, – that's why we include also true crime because you can't like really deny that that happened. So – they both enjoy it, but um, yeah, women are definitely, I feel, more into the occult. Um, you know, it's how we get our power. Well, and even the figurehead of uh, the tours, Madame Morbid. I purposely wanted it to be a female name, specifically yeah. um, because I, I was going through, like, Dr. Morbid, or I think that was actually a character in, like, Seems super hero comic. Anyways, like, Sounds like or it. no, it was Doctor Dread. Oh, um, Doctor Dread. I was going to do bad. like Doctor Morbid, Professor, but I knew people would assume that's a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I looked towards Madame Tussauds, mm-hmm. and then 
Morbid sounded nice next to it, and the website was available. <laughs> Here comes Madam Morbid. That's how it all comes together. Yeah. Um, so on the tour itself, you got a trolley. Yeah. You went out and bought a trolley? We built it. You built the trolley? Yeah. From scratch? No, you had to use something. You had to refurbish a trolley? No, we built it from, it was on like a Ford chassis. I don't know, like the other things. So there's a company in Wisconsin called Hometown Trolley. Yes. So we built it from the ground up. It's a replica turn-the-century trolley. Oh, I see. But it was, like, just the shell. And so then we um, – it was a complete do-it-yourself project. My dad did all the electronic work because that's his favorite thing to do on Earth. So <laughs> yes. he did, like, the fog machine, the lights, the sound. <laughs> uh, we did the videos. Uh, we had the seats upholstered in Queens, put curtains up. Chandeliers, shout out overstock.com. Everything <laughs> was done by ourselves, you know. Um, so, I mean, what's well, a handsome looking uh, rig? Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, I love it, I hate it, I'll probably haunt it when I die. Um, oh, that's nice, but it's just because, like, I love it because it's mad morbid, but it's also work, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun. We're turning one in a couple of days, one year old, since yes. we opened. Yeah. But it took a year before that to open, so I guess we're, like, really two years old. I, I'm i getting a gigantic ghost tattoo the second we turn one. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's just, like, I didn't want to jinx myself before, but... Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm actually running away to Japan after I'm actually like getting on a plane after we turn one and uh just staying there for like a week and a half. Uh, a week. Yeah. Uh look up some Lokis, which are the you know, the Japanese ghosts. They're super into the supernatural there. Oh yeah. I'm gonna visit in Tokyo a, a vampire bar. Uh-huh. Uh a ghost bar. Which they serve like everything with ketchup that looks like blood or something. I don't know. I'm really excited. I feel uh, like they could do better than that. They probably do. <laughs> I'm just probably selling them short. Um, you know, we've got Godzilla. Yeah. I'm really excited. The 14 hour flight. If anyone works for Japanese airlines and can upgrade me, please. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them listening, I'm sure. Oh, I uh, now, uh, on, the, on the tour itself, you, you delve into, as you said, true crime. You also yeah. delve into, I guess, I don't know, piles of death that are just mm. around <laughs> around Brooklyn. Yeah. And it's mostly downtown Brooklyn. Is that where you go? Or what? different S- routes? It's mostly central Brooklyn. So, Like near the Greenwood Cemetery? I don't we know. don't what, reach what do that define, far. What do you define as central Brooklyn? So we start off in Williamsburg. Oh, then sure. we go to Brooklyn Navy Yard, Dumbo, Brooklyn Bridge, same thing, uh, Borham Hill, Gowanus, which is everyone's favorite stop, I think, because they're more surprised at how much crap came from such a tiny, you know, yeah. section. Crap meaning like dead people and like whatever <laughs> great bars great stores um but uh and then we go to park slope prospect heights and then circle back around to williamsburg uh-huh. um we go through like crown heights and bedside on the way back um but and you tell the stories of people that have uh, as you said true crime but people who have passed on the places that are significantly yeah. haunted yeah so um each neighborhood, so we have videos, like Ken Burns-style documentaries. Um, so each uh, neighborhood we visit, we play, like, their history, like, 
just black and white, this is what happened. The bad stuff mostly focusing on, you know, how like Gowanus Canal has gonorrhea. Right. Gross. Gross. You know, yes. uh, so gross. Anyways, um, and then afterwards we'll add on a haunted story. So you like you're gonna please the girlfriend who's into ghosts and also the boyfriend <laughs> who's not, you know? Right. So um wasn't and there something with the Brooklyn Bridge designer where he was like living in the base of the thing? So one here, it's it's actually crazy. So the man who designed it, John Augustus Roebling, his toes were smashed by a fairy while he was taking final measurements. Now there's a theory that the fairies were against him building this because it would put them out of service, which it did. Um, and so people think that happened on purpose. Anyways, he died from tetanus a couple weeks later. His son... Um, took over, and he, too, became paralyzed. So from his bed, he had a uh, telescope, and he watched the construction, but it was actually his wife who is, like, in charge of everything, and she, she'll she never get the credit, but, yeah. like, she is the one who actually, like, went there physically every day, uh, talked to the construction workers. So while he supervised her from the bedroom, oh. I think her name is Emily, um... She's definitely an unsung hero. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. That's I didn't where we know get the that. bends. <laughs> That's it. <It's> crazy. <laughs> uh, but, and now back to my beloved yeah. Kiwanis Canal, um, which I'm well aware of all the sexually transmitted diseases yeah. that are in it because I floated down that thing no. in a boat. Oh, and, okay, uh, good. <laughs> yeah, not, not without protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wearing yeah. lots of rubber gloves and sleeves. Yeah. Uh, very terrifying just looking at it. Yeah. But uh, what's, what's uh, the most haunted aspect of it? Because certainly that seems like if you're going to have a mob hit, yeah, that would be a good place to do it. And it was. It would, because the body would burn or melt instantly <laughs> as soon as so they hit the gross. water. So, um... You've got some dead dolphins in there, probably. you got yeah, sludgy. Yeah, the dolphin. That was crazy. Um, so, the Gowanus Canal... Uh, is currently being advertised as waterfront property, which is hilarious. Hilarious. I wouldn't consider that water. Um, but <laughs> uh, so the Guanis Sylvaneer Shop. Yes. I got this. Um, One of the sponsors of this program. By oh, the way. nice. Yeah. yeah. I love love them. Um, I got this uh, sheet from them. I haven't yet incorporated uh, it on the ghost tour, but it's articles from different clippings of various things. Like, in the 30s, like, three kids were playing. One of the kids fell in, and the other two kids just, like, went home, didn't tell their parents so they didn't get in trouble. And, you know, the boy was discovered. Like, uh, there was another really funny story about these... Uh... That, that one's not that funny. That's not that funny. That's not that funny. I take it back. The funny one is that there were these cops who uh, kept thinking they were being, um, like, uh, attacked, and it... It turned out they were just drunk and kept hitting, like, the pole next to them the whole time or whatever. Oh. I'm telling it really badly, but go to Gwana's Souvenir Shop and buy it yourself. It oh, yeah. They've got a lot of, lot of good things there. I love it. So cool. And we pass by them every day because they're literally on the other side of the um, – Canal. Yes, right there. It's great. Prime location. Exactly. <laughs> and is there a most haunted place in Brooklyn? The what do I think is the most haunted place? 
uh, I'm more interested in the history of, and we don't talk about this on the tour, the, um, the restaurant Sweetwater in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. So the New York Times did an article about them. They were doing renovation. They found all these random artifacts on the floor, like a child shoe, a ring, a figure of this uh, Mother Mary. Again, okay. I don't know if that's yeah. Mother Mary. <laughs> anyways, Virgin yeah. Mary. Virgin Mary, um, yes. Anyway, so they uh, – so the guy, one of the porters walked in, saw a lady like walk through the wall. The porter before him had quit suddenly because he saw the devil in the basement or something. Anyways, when the article came up, out, all these ghost hunters would just show up into the restaurant. And it's like a nice restaurant, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so they weren't too thrilled, I think. With that, so I that's why I don't include it on my tour because they kind of don't want to be known for their haunting, <laughs> but it's just such a cool history and um, you can really it date back it it dates back to uh, when the family first uh, started that restaurant and then it was taken over. Um, I wouldn't want to be there at night alone. Oh. No, it doesn't sound like a place for me. But now, ha- through all the therapy and running this thing, yeah. running this, have you gotten over the fear of ghosts? I think Is so. Is it still active? You want a ghost tattoo? Yeah. yeah. I want a ghost tattoo, but like one of those like white sheet ghost tattoos. A classic. Not like a, yeah, a classic yeah. ghost. Not like a, not a zombie. Like a Casper. Uh, not a zombie. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny you said that because I had a dream the other night that I started seeing ghosts, and at first I was scared. And then eventually I was just like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, who's next? Uh, (laughs) I would love to see a ghost. And I'm not scared anymore because if you can deal with customer service for a year, (laughs) you're not scared of anything. You know? If if you can just have that thick Yelp skin and... (laughs) Bring it on. There's nothing scarier than that. I'm more scared of a Ouija board than seeing a ghost, honestly. Because I guess those are like demons. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. They're always a bad ghost. Exactly. They're not helpful coming in. So the thing is, in Judaism, I'm not like religious, but in Judaism, we don't have a hell or an afterlife. So we didn't grow up with demons or a hell. So maybe that helps in the sense that I'm not like as scared of that. Whereas, like, my friend who runs uh, another ghost podcast, is she grew up very Catholic, and it affects her a lot more, uh, thinking that there might be a devil. Do you believe in the devil? Oh, I don't After that witch movie, I might. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever wonder why ghosts are always in, like, old-timey clothes? You never see yes, any, like, I do. Dave Matthews Band t-shirt exactly. ghosts. Exactly. Like... Exactly. Or cavemen ghosts. Where'd they go? Exactly. So, you know, Do they have to be uh, uh, within your life's life? That's what uh, I heard. Existence. You I know, think so. Like once in the a few last... generations. Yeah. If if there are ghosts, I do believe that you have to have some connection to Earth, even yeah. if it's like presenting or preserving their house and talking about them. It's still like, what is that? Uh, is it from Westworld where he says some quote about like? You're only remembered by the last person. Or you're like, no, I butchered that quote. I don't know. I was going to be Dolores for Halloween. Have you seen the show? Yes, yeah. So good, except the last episode. <laughs> well, we, we won't give it away. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, but the, well, within the Jewish tradition, though, there is the um, golem, 
which is like a, a clay figure brought to life, right? Yes. That's a little spooky. So there's that, yeah. which, um, so like, does that count as it's being like a rabbi like brings it to life and then yeah. you have to like take it out of life or else it like messes with you. Yeah. And there's also that, um, that like box, oh, you yeah. know, the wooden box, there was yeah. that movie, like the possession or something, yeah. uh, of a person's soul that becomes, but I didn't grow up hearing any of this. I only yeah. heard it through Hollywood, which it does exist. These things. Yes. Yes. So it does contradict the whole, like, no afterlife. You, so. you had a, a magic oil that burned forever. That's true. <laughs> I mean, not without some, some mystical side of it. That's I guess true. that gets That's into true. The, to the other part. But anyhow, yeah. there's not a Jewish tradition of haunted houses, though. True. Is there? No. no. I mean, it's so funny. People ask me all the time. They're like, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? I was like, yes. That has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's not a very enlightened person. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, but yeah, we have, uh, and again, I'm not religious, and so I don't really know the name. There's some Jewish holiday uh, where you do dress up in oh, Halloween Purim. costumes. Purim. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yes, sure. Purim. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, so that's kind fine. of like a Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything There's else something about to it, it. But it doesn't, well, I don't know. I'd be interested to find out the hidden Jewish history of haunted houses. I'm semi-interested, <laughs> yeah, too. If you find out, that. let me know. I will. You um, do the Googling. Speaking of ghosts and mm-hmm. haunting that, uh, have you read Colin Dickey's book? He was a guest on this show. Which uh, book Called Ghostland, uh, about the haunted places in America. I think, yes. Can I, I'm just going to look up if look I know it up the, and I will the tell cover you. of it. I will tell you that uh, it's it's worth – you can go back and listen to our interview, but uh, get the book, and it will put you at ease maybe a little bit around ghosts because he talks about how so many of the ghosts' haunting places are really just architectural quirks, like a thing that doesn't make sense in a way, and it was built for this reason or that reason. Yeah. And maybe somebody I have has, read it. Oh, it's good, right? I love it. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found that to be very helpful. That and thinking that ghosts are – Somehow like a, a multidimensional vibration from another planet, right. which explains totally. that maybe they're just a little bit further back in time. I totally believe that. Yeah, that like, also puts me at ease. I agree. Like a snapshot or you're just crossing yep. their path. Just another and vice Earth. Versa. Yeah. Um, yes, I did read this. Um, my business partner uh, – Bought it, and of course I stole it right away. Good, good. <laughs> but, you know, they go uh, different places yep. in the... Um... Winchester House and... Exactly. Uh, it's a great book. In fact, book. I think our first um, email thing that we sent out, this was the book of the month. Oh, so good. It's so cool okay, that he was good. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Story tradition on this, yeah. <laughs> on this show. And he was one that was really pushing for Christmas to reclaim its space as a haunted... Uh, telling totally. of ghost stories as opposed to whatever it has yeah. become now. I mean, like if you go around the the world, it's mostly like witches eating children if they don't behave. Not like <laughs> right. getting coal. It's like right. crazy. <laughs> There's some consequences. Exactly. For uh, stealing the eggs from. Crumpus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The Christmas yeah. demon. Now, uh, do you, that brings up, do you operate year round? We're year round. Yeah. Uh, and we do, uh, we loved we love themed things. So, like, Valentine's Day, we have a Till Death Do You Part Night. Everyone gets, like, a black rose. We have a psychic that comes on board. 
Uh, also, she comes on uh, for like any Friday the 13th. Every full moon we have uh, Werewolf Night where everyone gets fangs, <laughs> a moon pie. Um, <laughs> Christmas, we try to incorporate the Christmas traditions. Um, so yeah, we're open all year round and we are always doing themed tours and mixing it up. Because, you know, we want to mix it up, too. Absolutely. And you got the you already got the trolley. You already got the trolley. My mom <laughs> decorates it for Christmas. She goes to Michael's and just cleans them out. Like anything that's for sale at Michael's Crafts, she puts on the trolley. Do you um, feel like she's still trying to reclaim her space as the originator of the uh, whole thing? She definitely wants credit. Where she should get it because yeah. without her, it wouldn't have happened. She's um, like the Emily Roebling of this story. Totally. Very good callback. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I was in Connecticut last weekend, and somebody uh, who my dad grew up with was at our house. And uh, out of nowhere, I don't know why she didn't tell me this before, Ed and Lorraine Warren investigated her home growing up. Where it's like, how do you not? That's the first thing I just tell everybody. Like, I go to McDonald's, be like, I'll have a coffee. Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren came to my house once, because uh, they're from. They were based in Connecticut, uh-huh. but I mean, that is like the leading ghost woman to me. And then what happened? Do they find stuff? Yeah, they had. Uh, so they had the. Uh, oh, in her house. Yeah. Uh, they said they were seeing like angel orbs or something. Oh. Or what? They did see stuff. Yeah. But um, to me, that's just like having like the Obamas visit me. It's like that's so cool, you know. Um, but I would never ever like go to the museum. I don't want to see Annabelle. I think it's closed now. You know, they had that uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Their oh, home was turned into a museum. I, I did not know that. Um, yeah, it has all the things like the the movies are based on in there. I don't know. Dolls never really freaked me out. But the Annabelle in real life is a Raggedy Ann doll. Oh, yeah. It's like, how does that scare you? <laughs> I mean, you don't even have thumbs. Come on. Um, it's those mitten hands. The mitten hands. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Well, that uh, brings it. Do you do? You, is your domestic life? I don't mean to pry, but do you have a place that's uh, full of skulls and uh, some other kind of teeth on the nightstand that aren't yours? So it's so <laughs> funny because, like, do you know um, Ryan and Regina who do oddities? Oh, I yes, I they're, know of it. Yep, they're awesome. Um, their entire apartment is—I think they have like two hundred skulls that line the walls. Yeah. So that's an apartment that you think I'd live in. <laughs> but ironically, like my favorite color is rainbow, and I love anything with glitter on it. You'd have no idea I had a ghost tour. Is that because you're overcompensating to keep the ghosts right. away? Um, <laughs> Your lifelong no, fear is like, nope, not bringing that it, in. Right? I actually wanted. To have my home office be spooky, but I just... It's too much. Like, when I go home, I need to, like, you know, forget about ghosts for a second. That's right. And Not be around it. Like, <laughs> I have lots of, like, uh, girly things, I guess. It's just me and my little dog. We watch Frasier. <laughs> Simple life. <laughs> you know? Well, that's uh, so sweet. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, my dream is to have, like a real-life Disney haunted mansion to live in. Oh. That would be great. <laughs> but... It's a, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. <laughs> uh, it's true. 
But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you'd be shocked. I, walking around, you wouldn't think I was into ghosts. Because those people who are into, like, super into ghosts are, like, hardcore, and I respect the hell out of them because, yeah. you know. But it doesn't uh, sound like you are into ghosts. It sounds like you have. I love ghosts. But, but you've dealt with ghosts. You've been afraid of ghosts. Yeah. But I don't know if you're that welcoming to ghosts in your home, in your, pr- in your life. Well, I'll tell you why you're a thousand percent correct. So ghosts were my number one fear, and dogs were my second biggest fear. Uh-huh. I slept with the light on until I was 25 because I was scared of the dark. And so I thought, I'm going to get over my second biggest fear, thinking that if I got a dog, they'd alert me if there was like a ghost. So I got over my fear of dogs, and then I was able to sleep with the light off, saved a lot of electricity bills. Um, and now I'm no longer afraid of the dark with or without a dog, for the most part. Depends on where I am, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? But yeah, I'm definitely, just because I want to see a ghost doesn't mean I'm not scared. Right. But I'm just like, reveal yourself, you know? Uh, in a safe environment. In a safe environment, exactly, with <laughs> right. the lights on. Right, right. Well, uh, that's I, I'm, I haven't taken the trolley ride, obviously. You have to. But I'm excited to come over there. I'm so there. excited. I know you've had a lot of celebrities like myself on there uh, with Miss McKinnon and whoever else. That was uninspected. Did I say that word right? Unexpected. Sorry, I have a cold, so I. Uh... You're doing great for oh, having a cold. You. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know she was coming. She booked a tickets day of. Kate McKinnon from SNL came. Yeah, yeah, and she's great. Um, I mean, sure, she is Miss SNL. Yeah, <laughs> she's one of the most talented people ever to be on the show. Um, but it's fun. I mean, I get a little. I get a lot of anxiety giving the tours because I'm not like as much of a performer as our other tour guides are actually performers. You know what I mean? Um, and I get nervous. You know what I mean? I get a little stage fright, but as soon as the first person walks on board, you know, you're in it. Yeah, you just have to be. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I much rather prefer to work behind the scenes than in front. You know, there are roles for all of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I do give tours uh, every week, but. And you like you comedy. Know. I love comedy. Yeah. Um, Amanda, our tour guide who did the uh, Monster Mesh yes. thesis, she's like a UCB performer. Most of our uh, performers, you have to have some comedy thing because. When you go on a ghost tour and they take it so seriously, people tend to roll their eyes. So if you're in on the joke or like, listen, this is fun, or you know what I mean, having a good time, I wanted that approach. I wanted it to be like a Disney ride on wheels where it's fun, informative. I think people are sometimes taken aback because they don't expect it to be so lighthearted, if you will. Yeah. But... um. I think they enjoyed at the end. I mean, we have things that like uh, we have games, we have prizes, the videos. We're always changing it up. We're always adding new stories, taking away stories. So like if you went on the tour a year ago, it's the complete opposite of how it is this year, you know? Time to come back. So yeah, exactly. We're always <laughs> trying to like improve. And it's $20 less, so. Oh, things are really looking up. Well, Well, uh, will you do something for Halloween yourself? 
So I am so excited. I'm going to Bette Midler's Halloween party. <laughs> we're auctioning off uh, Madame Morbid tickets. Uh huh. Just just to her house. <laughs> oh no, she like hosts this like gigantic. It's for a fundraiser. Oh okay. <laughs> don't ask me what. <laughs> That's maybe animals. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I I'm going as Romy and Michelle with my friend uh-huh. from Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. But I wanted to go uh, have us all go as different versions of Bette Midler in different movies. Oh, that would you know be what fun. I mean? Because yeah. it's there was a costume prize. Uh huh. That would I be think um, good. Bobby Brown, the makeup artist, won it last year. She was Kellyanne Conway, and she had like eight security guards behind her. <laughs> which was pretty fun. good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. I hope you raise some money for whatever it is. Um, yeah, for whatever it is, me too. <laughs> and uh, this has been great. This is so much fun. I could keep talking. If your podcast was like three hours, <laughs> I'd still be here. <laughs> well, well, uh, I mean, we could make it that way, but let, let's uh, we'll have and another conversation. Come on the tour. I got to come on the tour. I'll give the tour when you come on. Okay, we'll um, set it up. Yes, okay. whenever you want. And me- in the meantime, other people who want to take the tour, where do they go to, to sign up? You can go to our website. You can go to Groupon. Um, you can go to Fever Up, Today Ticks, and you can get 20% off on our website with code RIDERDIE20. Oh, RIDERDIE20. Yeah. You need all caps for that, or is you just put it? However you want to write it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the website is? MadamMorbid.com. There you go. All right. Well, Allison, this has Thank been great. Thank you so much. Thanks this is so much fun. Here. I almost feel better. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I encounter a haunted space or a ghost proper, I hold out my arms and say, Spirit, I am but a traveler in your realm. I mean you no harm, and my objective here is to create no ill will. Let us work together and not be frightened of each other. And sometimes it works. Sometimes you have to change hotel rooms or just leave that relationship. (laughs) My thanks to Allison Huntington Chase for a fine conversation. And remember to visit MadamMorbid.com to book a tour. Personalized reading this week goes out to Captain Fritz Lambert of Swilmouth, Maine. You're going to please the girlfriend who's into ghosts and also the boyfriend who's not, you know? so. And lucky numbers this week are 10, 30, and 18, which corresponds to the number of pounds of potato salad I tend to eat, carry, and move at our Samhain Fest. And now remember, although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night with Dale is created by James Bewley. Deep Night Season 11 podcast artwork by illustrator Candice Broersma, with additional poster work this season from Scott Ballmer and Ronald Horn Industries, among others. Season 11 theme song remix by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the episode provided by the roster of Howler Hills Farm in Ohio. Additional sound effects at the top of the show, downloaded directly from the Deep Night Ether. Recording studio services provided by Harvestworks in New York City. The Slipper Room is the venue for Deep Night live shows every other month. Thanks to all of our guests for making Deep Night a success 10 years on. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or listen in on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Follow Dale on Instagram at Dale Seifer or on Twitter at Dale Radio. Now, keep your personal portals open, but this one has got to close. <laughs>